Today at Kalos Church, we're talking about how to give thanks. That's going to be really good. Thank you. Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Pradeep Jiva. And I'm Amrita. Kalos means beautiful in Greek. And our prayer is that you'd experience the beauty of Jesus Christ today. Right now we have people meeting in house gatherings and online. And if you want to get content like this every week, please subscribe to our YouTube, follow us on social media, or click on the link to find a house gathering today. Yes, and before Pastor Pradeepan preaches a great message, we want you to know that our community, we stay connected all throughout mm -hmm. the week via our Facebook group. Yeah. And if you're not in that, we want you to jump into that. We yes. can't wait to get to know you some more too. And so we post all throughout the week. We even just talked about what our favorite Thanksgiving food is this past yes. week. And it was just so fun. But in our good news segment today, I want to share that a couple in our church Christian and Renee St. Jacques, they just launched their new counseling practice and it's called yeah. narrative counseling. And I'm so moved by this That's because so cool. there are people even in this time that has been so difficult that have vision and are mm -hmm. starting new things and are moving forward in the gifts God gave them and the dreams that are in their hearts. St. Jacques, you are true inspiration mm -hmm. to us. And the other thing that I love about this is that um, many of you know that uh, there are a lot of counselors that are overloaded right now. And so to have have Christian and Renee really give their lives to this, I believe is a calling from God and is something so needed in our world today. So we are celebrating with you guys. Yes. Also, we want to pray today and um, Sarah Potter, who is actually a nurse here in Seattle, um, she just said in our Facebook group this week, she said, would you pray for the nurses as they go through another wave of COVID? She said, would you yeah. pray? What she shared with us is that she's realizing many of them are experiencing a lot of mental health issues hmm. and as they deal with this very traumatic situation wow. uh, for many of the nurses that are in the front lines right now with this pandemic so let's spend some time yeah. together church let's lift up our nurses and the doctors right now okay Father, we come before you yes, and we pray right now for Sarah. Mm -hmm. We pray for all of her colleagues. We pray yes. for nurses and yes. for doctors all over the United States. And God, we pray that you would come and you would be the source mm -hmm. of their strength, the source of their health. Father, the source of healthy mental health, yes, Lord, Lord Jesus. God, where many of them are feeling so fatigued, where this has emotionally affected mm -hmm. them. God, I'm asking that you would come and your spirit would be the great comforter like yes. you say in your word right now so we lift up the nurses right now we ask jesus that you would be with them that many of them god were depression and anxiety and some of these issues are really attacking these nurses right now god i ask that you would protect them in mm -hmm. the name of jesus we thank you so much for these frontline yes. workers we thank you for these nurses and doctors who are so courageous and bold and who are stepping in to help people who are sick Lord, we pray a great blessing over them. In Jesus' name, mm -hmm. amen. 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 Well, without further ado, let's hear an incredible message from Pastor Pradeepan. Well, I'm excited to continue our series called 
uncertain riches where we've been talking about money and finances, talking about the thing that Jesus talks about a lot, money. He talks about it more than prayer, more than heaven and hell combined. And we're actually starting our legacy series offering mm. collection today. Yeah. We said that instead of taking a bunch of small offerings throughout the year, we wanted to take one large offering where we could bless our city, bless women's shelters, bless food programs, make a huge difference as a church, and also take a giant step forward in the mission of making known the beauty of Jesus by hiring Amy Carlson full-time as our kids director, by starting to look for a lease so that moment we can finally meet in person again, we can jump yeah. on an opportunity. And so that's what the Legacy Offering is all about. We start today, December 29th, and we'll be taking it throughout the week and December 6th. So, hey, we invite you to go to Kalos.Church slash Legacy so you can see how you can participate in it today. It's going to be yeah, so good. Amen. Well, today, the title of my message is How to Give Thanks. And I want to jump into 1 Thessalonians 5.18. The scripture says this, In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Want to know the will of God for your life? Well, there it is. Give thanks in everything that we do. Give yeah. thanks everywhere. You know, and to be honest, though, this is easier said than done. I've had a hard time being grateful in this time of a pandemic and mm. COVID. I mean, we just celebrated a Thanksgiving meal, but my dad was planning on coming with us. He lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. He was going to hang out with all the grandchildren, with us. We were going to mm -hmm. share a great meal together. But because of this pandemic, he thought the better thing to do would be to stay home at Florida instead of risking it, instead of thinking about spreading it. He was just going to quarantine himself. And I respect him for that decision. I think it was the right decision, but it was such a bummer, especially yeah. on a day of Thanksgiving, because yeah. I was kind of sad about it. Yeah. I was kind of bummed about it. And uh, I know many of us have mixed feelings for how this Thanksgiving has been. You know, I just saw this meme the other day. You know, people who bought large turkeys were super paranoid to let anybody see it because of this example, me coming home with a turkey that serves 25 you know the police are coming because you're supposed to have a small gathering just your household and uh here's another meme that i actually made it's my daughter when covid messes with your thanksgiving plans even when she's angry she's cute <laughs> yeah, she? She <laughs> you know we live in a culture though that doesn't really promote thanksgiving we live in a culture yeah. that cultivates a, a, a reality that we don't have enough Maybe we aren't enough. You know, every ad, every commercial that exists out there is all about convincing you that you need this latest product. You need this new like subscription service. You need this in order to be happy. And you know what? I, I feel like I'm a victim of this culture. I, I feel this all the time. In fact, right now, being totally vulnerable, I really feel like I need a portable sauna. I mean, look at this guy. Don't they just look super comfortable? I mean, amazing. I need, don't you think I need that? <laughs> no comment? All right. So I, I feel this way. And this Thanksgiving time of the year is always a, a little bit of a wake-up call for me. Because I, I feel like I have an easier time telling God all the things I need yeah. instead of telling God all the things that I'm thankful for. Yeah. Do you ever feel that way? And uh, uh, this Thanksgiving time is a perfect time for us as a church to just take a moment to cultivate some gratitude and follow the scripture that we just read in 1 Thessalonians, where we would be people who can give thanks to God in every season, in every situation. Mm. And so uh, let's talk about the biblical definition of Thanksgiving. 
in the Bible, Thanksgiving is recognizing who God is and the good things he has done. Mm. You know, you might not realize this, but Thanksgiving is older than America. Mm. Thanksgiving is in the Bible. It's a huge part of the Christian faith. Even the thing that we do called communion, where we remember that Jesus Christ died on the cross and his body was broken. His, his blood was spilled for the remission of sins. That thing we call communion in the Greek is actually called the Eucharist. Mm. And Eucharist in Greek means give thanks. Mm. If you remember when Jesus in the Last Supper, it says he broke the bread and then he gave thanks. Mm -hmm. he, he poured the wine and then he gave thanks. And so that's where we get the word Eucharist because it means to, to give thanks. This is a huge part of Christianity, not just a huge part of November in America. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very a big part. It's very much a big part of our Christian faith. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says this, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, this scripture is very relevant to me because 2020, to be honest, has been the saddest year of my life. I feel like a lot of things that have accumulated from my childhood and the just nature of being a, a new parent and, and navigating a pandemic and leading the church has, has built up. And uh, I, I know I've mentioned this a few times, and I do this intentionally because we want to normalize this at Kalos Church, but uh, I've been going to a trauma therapist since July weekly mm -hmm. just to help me navigate all of this and uh, navigate the sadness and the, the pain and, and remembering some of the, the just tragedies of my childhood and how that's impacted me as a young father as I raise my children. Yeah. It's been, been a very sad year, but this scripture says that in every situation we can mm -hmm. go to God with thanksgiving. And as we do that, he will give us a peace that transcends understanding. Yeah. And it, it's not just when we know why all the things in our life are happening, it's especially when we don't understand why all these things are, are happening that we can have a supernatural peace yeah. that transcends all understanding. And it starts with this mindset of, Lord, I'm, I'm gonna thank you. And I, I've learned this lesson that oftentimes, uh, you know, being miserable and grateful, they, they overlap. Mm -hmm. Miserable mm -hmm. and grateful sometimes overlap. And yeah. even when we're going through hard times, even though we're sad, that doesn't mean we don't have a lot to be grateful for. Yeah, right. Even as I go through pain in my life and I navigate this here, I, I look at my family. I look at our amazing church. I look at the rich blessings God has provided for us. And I just can't help but say, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. You know, I saw this picture and I, I really resonate with it. It says, I thought... 2020 would be the year I got everything I wanted. Now I know 2020 is the year I appreciate everything I have. Mm. What a great perspective. Yeah. Appreciating what we have. Mm -hmm. What are you grateful for today in yeah. this Thanksgiving season? That's good. That's a great question to ask yourself and not just in November, but every day. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Mm. And uh, another thing I want to share is this. Thanksgiving is an action, not just a feeling. Mm. Thanksgiving is an action, not just a feeling. In uh, Luke 17, Jesus gives a, a great perspective on this whole idea of thankfulness, gratitude, and action. It says in verse 12, As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him, Jesus. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Back in that time, lepers really had a rough deal. 
you know, lepers were given these instructions in the Old Testament and how they were supposed to conduct their lives. And so you can see they kind of stood afar. They looked at Jesus from a distance and were wondering, will this be the man that can heal us? And mm-hmm. so they're watching Jesus. And a little perspective on what lepers had to go through in the Old Testament times of the Bible. In Leviticus 13.45, it says this. These are the instructions for lepers. Anyone with such a defiling disease must wear torn clothes, let their hair be unkempt, cover the lower part of their face and cry out unclean unclean for as long as they have the disease they remain unclean they must live alone you know i'm not trying to make light of the situation of the lepers but i can relate to this situation these are people that had to have messy hair they had to let their their clothes be torn apart they had to live alone and they had to cover the lower part of their face that sounds like our lives in quarantine right (laughs) face masks Covering the lower part of our face, my hair has been pretty crazy. I had to be my own barber. I have cut my hair myself for the last nine months in my my clothes. I'm I'm often wearing PJs below this table. <laughs> you can't. Exactly, I'm not. Camera, do not pan over there. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I, I you know the, these lepers had these strict codes, and so you you can see that they're they're looking at Jesus like many of us are looking at Jesus for help and healing and hope, especially in a quarantine. And then in verse 14, it says, when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus's feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, we're not all 10 cleansed. Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? You know, Jesus, he heals all 10 of the lepers, but only one out of the 10 returns to say thank you. And I'm sure many of them felt a a sort of gratitude in their heart towards Jesus. I'm sure all 10 had warm feelings about the situation. But Jesus says, Mm -hmm. why has only one thanked me? Mm. Why has only one given praise in this moment where are the other nine weren't they healed as well and i I think we can be so guilty of this you know it's easy for us to go to jesus when we need to be healed when we're sick of the quarantine when we're sick of the face mask when we're sick of our hair being messed up when we need a financial miracle we go to jesus lord thank you for hearing my prayers thank you for letting me approach you with boldness but then when we have our prayer needs met we're like peace out i'm out i don't need jesus anymore we go to jesus when we want to take something but not often when we want to give something yeah given praise given thanks and uh i'm thinking about the story with the lepers and many of us are like oh man jesus has been such a blessing in my life he's healed me he saved me he's given me a, a fresh start in the new identity I would never do that. I would be the one to return to Jesus mm. and, and thank him. And Jesus mm. wants us to return to him. Yeah. But I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, many of us do this in another way, in another way. Uh, and uh, just to remind you, I, I'm not trying to be a manipulator or trying to emotionally convince anybody mm. here. But I want to remind you, we are in a financial legacy series. And I think oftentimes we are like the nine lepers that don't thank Jesus when we refuse to thank him with our tithes and our offerings. Mm. When we don't praise the Lord with our finances, even this language that Jesus uses, he says, why did only one return to me? 
It reminds me of the last book in the Old Testament where God says the people, the people of God haven't returned to him. Mm -hmm. Let's read this in Malachi 3. Mm -hmm. It says, return to me and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. But you ask, how are we to return? Will a mere mortal rob God? Yet you rob me. But you ask, how are we robbing you? In tithes and offerings. You are under a curse, your whole nation, because you are robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. God says, return to me and stop robbing me by bringing your tithes and your offerings into the house of God. Wow. You know, I was reading some stats uh, from this nonprofit source, and it says about uh, 10 to 25% of churchgoers participate in the biblical tithe. Wow. Just like the one out of 10 lepers in Christianity, just about one out of 10 churchgoers wow. actually thank God financially mm. with their tithes and offerings. Mm. And as we read in Malachi, God takes this pretty seriously. Mm. And uh, that's one of the reasons we do this legacy offering. And one of the reasons we talk about finances every year. We want to make sure our giving is lined up with the scripture yeah. and that our heart is overflowing with gratitude. And we thank God in the ways God wants to be thanked. Yeah. You know, tithing is a way to thank God for all that he has done in your life. I don't know about you, but I have missed worshiping the Lord this year, especially singing. Well, giving our finances is equally as much at worship as yeah. it is to sing. Yeah. You know, a common way the word thanksgiving is translated in the Bible is the Hebrew word, ta-da. Actually, it's pronounced toda, <laughs> but it's fun to say ta-da. Yeah. So the Hebrew word for thanksgiving is often translated from ta-da. And thanksgiving, the way they define it in the Strong's Dictionary, the Bible Dictionary, is an extension of the hand. Mm. That's what Thanksgiving means, an extension of the hands or a choir of giver of thanks. Mm. And so oftentimes when we think of choirs, we think of just people that are singing these melodies and harmonies to the Lord. But we can be a financial choir of mm -hmm. givers of mm -hmm. thanks as we extend our hands and return to the Lord in worship through the tithes and offerings. In fact, throughout the Old Testament, when people wanted to give thanksgiving, it was very much instructed to have some sort of gift tied to it. In Leviticus 7, it says this, If ye offer it for a thanksgiving, then he shall offer with the sacrifice of thanksgiving unleavened cakes mingled with oil and unleavened wafers anointed with oil and cakes mingled with oil, a fine flour fried. So giving, thanksgiving, was tied to giving something physical, mm. whether it was finances or the first of the increase or the first of the crops. This is biblical thanksgiving. And so you've heard me mention and read scriptures that talk about tithes and offerings. And so what, what are tithes and offerings? Mm. I just want to make sure we're on the same page yeah. because this can be new to many of us, especially since uh, we read that stat that about 10 to 25 percent of churchgoers participate in the biblical tithe. So tithing is simply this giving the first tenth of your increase to the local church. And offering is giving above that 10%. Mm -hmm. And so even we as pastors, the first 10% of all that we make, mm -hmm. we actually give to the local church and finances. And so many people from Kalos Church participate in the tithe. And then we will choose to give above that 
at 11% and beyond, and that's what's called the offering. And so in this legacy offering, we've been saying we want to collect tithes and offerings so that we can give money away to the community, but then also we can have some sort of stability as a local church so that we can strategically advance and make known the beauty of Jesus. Amen. 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 So that that is what tithes and offerings are. And so uh, the the word tithe literally means tenth. And we see throughout the scriptures that the number 10 is a number of testing. Uh, Let's do a little bit of biblical review. How many lepers were in the story I just read? 10. 10. Very good. How many commandments are there in the Bible? 10. 10. Okay. How many plagues did God use to test Egypt? 10. Very good. How many disciples did Jesus have? 12. Ah! How many of you did I get? Well, we see throughout Wait, the scripture. Right. You were right. Yeah, she was, was right. right. 12, was 12 right. disciples. <laughs> <laughs> so we see number 10. The number 10 is a number of testing. And even in that Malachi scripture we read earlier, God says, test me in this. If you bless me with the tithe, I will bless you. I will help you. I will mm-hmm. be part of what you're doing in your life. And it, it's such a beautiful thing. And even Jesus talks to us in the scripture. It's not just an Old Testament principle. Some of us are like, I don't know about tithing. Would you tithe if Jesus said to tithe? Well, let's go to Matthew 23. Mm-hmm. 23. Jesus says, you should tithe. Yes, but do not neglect the more important things. And, and when we tithe here on earth, we are told, we are told in Hebrews that it goes directly to God. So yes, we might collect this legacy tithe and offering with our, our website or in buckets when we used to meet in person. But as we collect them here on earth, actually God receives yeah. them. Jesus receives okay. them personally. Hebrews 7 says this, here mortal men receive tithes, but there he receives them of whom it is witness that he lives. And so tithing is important to the heart of God. Tithing isn't giving God what's left, but what's right amen because we believe that he deserves all the glory all the praise and that all the finances we have is because he has richly provided for us amen yeah amen and so like we've been saying this is one of the main reasons we have the legacy offering because we want to help pastor you and facilitate you in taking your first step in tithing or giving an offering yes it helps the church yes it helps us make a, a big uh impact in our community but we believe that it helps us line up with what the Bible tells us to do in every situation to give thanksgiving, yeah. to have a heart of gratitude and express it in the way God wants us to express it. We don't want to be like the nine out of 10 lepers yeah. that forget to return to Jesus. Today, we want to return to Jesus. So in this season of thanksgiving, we show our thanks by giving. That's what our testimony is in this legacy time. In this season of Thanksgiving, we show our thanks by giving. So right now, you might be thinking, how do I set up a tithe? Well, we want to show you this right now, make it very practical for you. So right now on the screen, you can see that we have a website that can facilitate all this. You'll go to kalos.church slash legacy, and then you can see a little link there. And then once you click that button to give, you'll see all these different options. You'll put your name and amount. You can set up your credit card information, and then you can set up whether it's for your tithes and offering, or if it's above and beyond that for the legacy offering. And then you can see this place for automatic recurring giving, and you can set it to be weekly, monthly, or yearly. And so we would encourage you to pray even right now and take a moment and ask the Lord, Lord, 
would you want me to thank you with tithes and offerings? And if the Lord is speaking to you right now, if he's burning that heart of gratitude in you right now, I just encourage you, set that up as the Lord would lead you. And as, as we close and uh, get ready to pray, I am so proud of this community yeah. for being generous. Yeah. You know, this will be a blessing to you, the, the principle of tithes and offerings, but full disclosure, it is a blessing to Kalos Church as well. You know, setting up regular automatic giving helps us to make plans strategically. It's helped us over these last three years to be able to do outreaches and, and help these places like women's shelters. I mean, last year we were able to pay Amrita full-time as a co-pastor. We were able to hire uh, Amy as a part-time kids director and, and bless our kids ministry. We've had our two largest outreaches this last year. And in this pandemic, uh, I wanna let you know, a lot of my friends who are pastors, they've had to either close down their churches yeah or they've had to lay down uh, a lot of their staff, lay off their staffs and um, really have to hold back on some of the vision and, and really not able to buy camera equipment or computer equipment to translate their ministry to a digital reality. But that has not been our testimony at Kalos Church. I mean, we've had people move you know, because of finances. We've had people lose jobs. I mean, we've had people, um, because they can work from home, they, they've, you know, transitioned to other areas of the nation. But it just seems like more and more people have said, you know what, Kayla's Church is a ministry I believe in. Yeah. I'm so grateful for all the life change I'm seeing. And so I, I'm going to set up automatic giving. And I, I just want to take this moment to say thank you so much for for being generous. Even in this pandemic, we've had our largest regular giving months in the history of Kalos Church. Yeah. And so we're not preaching this series or this message because we're desperate. No, because we're full of vision yeah. to make known the beauty of Jesus. Amen. We're full of vision for you to walk in the fullness of gratitude towards God. Yeah. We're full of vision that we would build our lives on the foundation of Jesus Christ, the foundation of the scriptures. And so I, I just thank you. And again, we are not going to ask you to give money. No, we're just going to ask that you pray and ask God, God, how would you have me give? Yeah. And even if you don't tithe at Kalos Church, we're going to ask you, start tithing at some local church because it, it will be a blessing as the Lord leads you. Amen. Amen. Well, let Amen. me close with this scripture before we pray. First Chronicles 29 says this, wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Dear Father, thank you so much for everything you've given us. We are grateful people. Even as the sales of Black Friday and Cyber Monday and all these things try to tell us we don't have enough or we're not enough, Lord, we are taking this moment to say thank you for all the things you've blessed us with. Thank you for food and friends and community. Thank you for salvation and life and life abundantly. Thank you for shelter and water and the food that we do have. Lord, we give you all the glory. And in this moment, we want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. We want to return to you with a heart of gratitude. We pray in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen and amen. Well, thank you again for joining us in this Legacy mm -hmm. Uncertain Riches series. It's been a huge blessing. I believe that God will be glorified in our gratitude. Amen. 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 And so before we transition to some announcements, 
I want to pray for anybody here who wants to give their lives to Jesus. Mm -hmm. If you want to surrender your life to Jesus, and this is the best decision you could ever make in your whole life, we'd love to lead you in this prayer. We're going to put some words on the screen, and why don't you pray along with us at the same time? Lord Lord Jesus, Jesus, I I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, amen. If you pray that prayer, especially for the first time, please text the number on the screen because we want to help you follow Jesus. We don't want you to go through this journey alone. Amen. Well, thank you for preaching such an awesome message. (laughs) And I want you to know that if you feel like there are friends and family that you think would be encouraged by content like this, or I even love how Pastor Pradeepan unpacked the definition of Thanksgiving and tithes and offering. If you know people who would really benefit from a message like this, go ahead and have them follow us on social media. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Amen. Well, we're so excited because we as a church, with last year's legacy offering, we got to do some really awesome awesome things. We got to partner with an organization called Jubilee Reach. And this year, Jubilee Reach, through many of the local churches, did some incredible work in our community. Let's find out what happened. Hello, Kalos Church. I'm Randy Ang. I'm executive director at Jubilee Reach, where our mission is to bring Jesus's healing, build community, and transform lives. Back in February, we had to revisit how we did everything because operations were closing, businesses were closing, the school district ended up closing. And as we saw all these things happen, the families that we were called to serve went from being at risk to being in survival mode. And we knew we had to provide them with the basics, like food and other essentials. We didn't know how we were going to do it though, but we knew we needed our church partners to come alongside us. And so one of the first churches that we called was yes, Kalos Church. And Kalos Church said, as you always say, yes, we're in. And so we started our first day in early March with 20 families receiving groceries. And at the end of that week, we had 60 families receiving groceries and more churches came on board. And now we have over 700 families in our community receiving groceries and essentials every week. Because of this partnership, other churches were inspired to come alongside this effort, to get out of the walls of their church, and to love this community recklessly with the love of Jesus, which changes everything. So thank you so much for that. And thank you so much, pastors Pradeepan and Amritha, for the beautiful message that you shared at Worship in the Park this year where about 20 churches closed their doors so that we could worship together. And although it was virtual, it was a masterful job, and God was honored, and we heard just what we needed to hear at the time to help get us through those difficult moments. And so thank you again for everything that you're doing. You are a special partner to us, and this community is far better off because you are in it, loving it for the love of Jesus. God bless you. 
That is awesome. Mm, we yes. love Jubilee Reach and we are going to partner with them again in this year's legacy yes. offering as well. All right. Well, before you go, I have a couple of announcements for you. We still have house gatherings going on every single week. We are doing this within CDC guidelines and precautions. You can sign up for a house gathering right mm. here. And I want you to know that on December 12th, we are going to do a drive-through Christmas outreach. We want to bless the community. Yeah. We did this for Halloween. So many kids and families came through and got to stay in their car and um, just go through. And we can't wait because you are going to actually get to have a photo with Santa what? from your car. What? Yes, we have figured this out. December 12th uh, from 1 to 3 p.m. Yeah. And we're going to be outside. And so we're looking forward to it being safe. We'll wear masks. We are still looking for some people who would volunteer their time for this outreach. So if you would like to volunteer mm -hmm. with us, go ahead and click the link. Uh, and we're just going to have an awesome outreach yeah. to bless our community. All right. Don't forget, also, we have a meet and greet in December. Actually, mm -hmm. the day right after that outreach, December yeah. 13th, we want to meet some new people, people looking for a church, people looking for a community. We can't wait. So don't forget to sign up on, for December 13th, meet and greet. All right. Well, I encourage you to pray. Pray this week about legacy and what you want to give. You can give right here at the link. Next week, you also have an opportunity to give as well. Let me bless you before you go. May you know and make known the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious to you and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, amen. Shame deleted. Death and all.